0: Good morning and welcome in, everybody. Today, we're going to take a look at a passage of scripture. But before we do that, I wanted to tell you a little story. Up here in northern Minnesota, we frequently get the chance to see many bald eagles sitting prominently up in their nest. But that kind of lifestyle isn't just reserved for them. Because there have been numerous sailors who have experienced the very same thing, the one main difference is that a sailor's nest was found high above a ship, precariously perched upon its mast where they could get an eagle's eye view of their surroundings. The crow's nest, as it was named, became a sailor's temporary home as he stood watch. It's been claimed that by climbing the mast of a ship, one could gain a height advantage and see land that was completely invisible to those who were standing on the deck. Certain historians claim that this structure was invented by Captain William Scoresby, Sr. and was first used in 1807 but others believe that it was basically an, an improvement on an already existing design that was found in ancient Egyptian carvings as early as 1200 BC. The crow's nest was commonly designed from wood and canvas, which a sailor could enter through a small trap door in the bottom. Uh, within the nest, you could find navigational aids uh, such as a telescope or a speaking trumpet or signal flags. And not all these lookouts were so grand. In fact, in early ships, it was simply a barrel or a basket that was strapped to the tallest mast, and those who stood inside them were called a barrelmen. The usage of the crow's nest has become obsolete on modern ships, and uh, it has become much safer and easier to stay inside and out of the elements. Standing in their roost high above the ship was not a job for those who were faint of heart. When the ship was tossed around during strong storms and heavy seas, it was far rougher hanging onto the mast like a fishing, uh, like a fishing bobber dancing up in the wind. Than standing down uh, on the deck. Whatever the situation was, it was the responsibility and the duty of the sailor to keep watching. And this reminds me of the Christian life. Whatever storms may arise in our lives, Christians are called to watch. We must get up each and every day, rain or shine, and diligently climb up that mast. We must faithfully stand at our post, high inside of the crow's nest. Let's look at Luke chapter 21, verse 36. It says, Watch you therefore and pray always, that you may be accounted worthy to escape all these things that shall come to pass and to stand before the Son of Man. To watch means to be alertly on the lookout in order to see what is coming, it means to pay close attention to what is going on around you. Each time that we drive down the highway, for example, we must watch the road that is in front of us so as to be prepared for what is coming. If you see ice or an obstruction on the road, watching will give you the opportunity to quickly change course or to slow down. When Noah prepared the ark, he was watching for the day of God's judgment. Those who were unconcerned about what was coming were washed away in the flood. Matthew 24, verse 36 through 42. But of that day and hour knoweth no man, no, not the angels of heaven, but my Father only. But as the days of Noah were, so shall also the coming of the Son of Man be. For as in the days that were before the flood, they were eating and drinking, marrying and giving in marriage, until the day that Noah entered into the ark, and knew not until the flood came and took them all away so shall also the coming of the son of man be. Then shall two be in the field. The one shall be taken and the other left. Two women shall be grinding at the mill. The one shall be taken and the other left. Watch therefore, for you know not what hour your Lord doth come. When a person sleeps, they're really not aware of what's going on around them. I mean, many people can certainly look awake physically but they are asleep inside of their hearts, unconscious of what is coming in the future. Mark thirteen thirty three through 37 says, Take ye heed, watch and pray, for you know not when the time is. For the Son of Man is as a man taking a far journey, who left his house and gave authority to his servants and to every man his work, and commanded the porter to watch. Watch you therefore, for you know not when the master of the house cometh, at even, or at midnight, or at the cock crowing, or in the morning. Lest coming suddenly he find you sleeping. And what I say unto you, I say unto all, watch. Luke 12, verse 40. Be ye therefore ready also, for the Son of Man cometh at an hour, when ye think not. You know, when when you watch, you going to be prepared. I mean, if you know that one of your friends is going to stop by and have supper with you, you'll prepare everything before he arrives. If someone is going to drop off a package after lunch, you'll be patiently looking out the window. If you know that the school bus is going to pick you up after school, you'll have your backpack prepared and ready to go before your bus number is called. If you really believe in Jesus, you'll prepare yourself now And watch for his coming kingdom. One of the biggest examples of procrastination and unpreparedness is taught in the parable of the ten virgins. Look at Matthew chapter 25, verses 1 through 13 says this. Then shall the kingdom of heaven be likened unto ten virgins, which took their lamps and went forth to meet the bridegroom. And five of them were wise, and five were foolish. They that were foolish took their lamps and took no oil with them. But the wise took oil in their vessels with their lamps. While the bridegroom tarried, they all slumbered and slept. And at midnight there was a cry made, Behold, the bridegroom cometh, going out to meet him. Then all those virgins arose and trimmed their lamps, And the foolish said unto the wise, Give us of your oil, for our lamps are gone out. But the wise answered, saying, Not, soul, lest there be not enough for us and and you. But go ye rather to them that sell, and buy for yourselves. And while they went to buy, the bridegroom came, and they that were ready went in with him to the marriage, and the door was shut. Afterward came also the other virgin, saying, Lord, Lord, open to us. But he answered and said, Verily I say unto you, I know you not. Watch therefore, for you know neither the day nor the hour wherein the Son of Man cometh. The Apostle Paul also commanded the church to watch. 1 Corinthians 16.13, he says, Watch ye, stand fast in the faith, quit ye like men. Be strong. You know, when we stand our post every day, we will be blessed by God. Revelation 16.15, Behold, I come as a thief. Blessed is he that watcheth. So are you diligently watching for Christ on the horizon? Are you preparing now for the day that we disembark and step foot onto his new world? As we sail on our ship of faith, every Christian has their duty to do. We must rise to our feet, climb up that mast, and stand watch high up in the crow's nest. So let's think about these things for right now. We can be found on your web browser by searching TLKJBC, where you can find our diaries distributed through various platforms. We are not associated nor affiliated with any other religious groups. You can get our entire podcast feeds directly along with transcripts at TLKJBC.com or I suppose that you could find us somewhere up here in the great northern Minnesota woods. Peace to you and Lord willing. We will talk with you some more tomorrow. Till then, bye-bye, everybody.